I'm excited to share with you all that I've contributed a chapter to the newly published Anxiety Relief Handbook. The handbook provides a unique window into 11 highly effective complementary therapies for you to sample on your quest to ease anxiety. The ebook is available on my website, happynurse.com.au forward slash anxiety relief handbook. Uh, I think this is a really good time for people to start looking at how they've been living life and whether or not they've been living it in a way that they have paid attention to what life for them is all about. And I suspect for a lot of people that was not the case. Welcome to the Happy Nurse Podcast. Nurses are the backbone of healthcare, always there to care for strangers as if they were one of their own, often forsaking special moments with their own family in order to ensure another's loved one is being cared for. As nurses, self-care is essential. I am Elena Mullery, nurse educator and self-care mentor for nurses. I'm an RN with 20 years of clinical experience, a first-hand experience of stress and burnout. It was this experience which led me to develop a passion for personal development and pursue the study of mindfulness, meditation, hypnotherapy and neuro-linguistic programming. Each episode, I will be promoting self-care strategies to those who always care for others. I have broken self-care down into five aspects mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and indulgence to make it easy to ensure all your self-care needs are being met. Each episode, I will interview nurses and self-care gurus from around the world to help you with each aspect of your self-care. Welcome to the Happy Nurse Podcast with Elena Mullery. Hi, everyone. I'm Elena, as you all know, founder of The Happy Nurse. I am joined today by the beautiful Hardy from Dare Greatly Coaching. She's come to share her expertise with us and some tips on self-care. Welcome, Hardy. Hi, how are you? I'm really, I'm really excited to be here. Awesome, we're really excited to have you. Hardy has a unique approach to coaching. She guides people who are visionaries, change makers, rule breakers, and those who feel stuck in the doing of everyday life and work. She guides them into the quiet, expansive mountains to help them refocus on what life is all about for them. A project manager and consultant with over 20 years of experience, Hardy has a special gift for taking people on trails in the mountains and in life. They would never think of walking by themselves. Hardy has a talent for both challenging and helping them reach heights they didn't think themselves capable of. I just love your approach to coaching, Hardy. It's awesome. Ah, thank you. I love it myself. To just, you know, all the, every opportunity to go into the mountains is a good one. Yeah. One day I'm coming with you. Totally am. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so, you know, Happy Nurse is all about promoting yeah. self-care strategies to nurses. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak about having a non-negotiable in my self-care. What is your non-negotiable? Uh, obviously, uh, regular hikes. Right now, like many across the world, I'm in virtual lockdown, but we're in Austria, we're still allowed to go outside. And I have, I'm fortunate enough to have the mountains at my doorstep. So I've been using this time to hike a lot. Awesome. Yeah. 
Hardy's been sharing her kitchen window view every morning on Facebook. For it's beautiful. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I started doing that because, um, you know, like everybody, I think I have a life that I dream of, a, a sort of vision of my life. And I, it's, until about a year ago, I was focusing more on what I didn't have than on what I have. And a friend of mine asked me, what in your life have you already realized that is also part of your dream life? And I realized I have about 75% of it, 80 perhaps. Awesome. And a big part of it is seeing the sun coming up over the mountains. Awesome. And that's what I see. That's why I started taking kitchen window pictures. Yeah. Is that I of the fact that I have 75% of my dream life. That's so cool. And it is, if we look back like 20 years ago, we probably are living the life we dreamed of from back then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I definitely am, yeah. Yeah, so am I, gosh. Yeah. Um, so I created a model of self-care and it breaks it down into five easy aspects to follow. The aspects are mental, emotional, physical, spiritual and indulgent self-care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What to you is indulgent self-care? Oh, God. Um, anything from ice cream to, um, well, hiking as much as I'm doing now really is um, is also indulgent. Uh, and, you know, reading a good book, watching a good movie, those things are for me all part of uh, being really indulgent and, having self and doing good self-care. Awesome. Yeah. And being out in nature is so therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, and and I realize there's so many people that don't have the opportunities that I have. But if you look around you and you start paying attention to the smaller details around you, there's nature everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I always say hospitals are such unnatural environments. Those of us yeah. who work in them, they're stark, they're clinical, they're fluorescently lit. So, yeah. yeah. That's true. But if you have an opportunity to walk outside of that hospital, I'm willing to bet there's some bit of nature. Even if you are starting to pay attention to the cracks in the pavement, you'll find nature there. Yeah, totally. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. If you enjoy meditating or you would like to give meditation a try, why not head on over to happynurse.com.au forward slash meditation to download my free guided meditation for stress and anxiety relief. It's 12 minutes of pure self-care. I speak about as well, always being the best version of yourself or striving to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Who or what inspires you to be the best version of yourself? I am very much about core values. And uh, I have a couple, of course, I have my own core values. So every decision I make, every action I take, I strive to take in, in line with those core values. And in doing so, I hope to be an example, especially for the younger ones in my family, my nephews and my nieces, but also yeah. to other people around me. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, our values are so important and knowing them is even more important because yeah, people are not aware of that subconscious driver they've got. So No, no and, it's, and we're very often living out of alignment with our values. If I look back, you mentioned earlier that I have 20 plus years of experience as a, as a project manager and a consultant. But looking back on that time in my life, I was definite, definitely out of alignment. I was not yeah. living in alignment with, with many of my values. What an awesome realization. So you yeah. can make 
a switch of course for your life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, you know, sometimes I work with people who think, well, you made this huge switch from being a consultant project manager to being a coach and a mountain hiking guide in a different country. Uh, but sometimes it's just tweaking. Sometimes yeah. for some people, it's just tweaking a little bit what you're doing and what you're giving attention to. So, so where is it you're from again, Herdy? I'm Dutch. You're Dutch. So how long have you been in Austria? Uh, 10 years now. Oh, wow. This Easter, I, was, I celebrated my 10th anniversary in Austria. That's it. I celebrate my 10th in Australia in July. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. We both moved at the same time. Yeah, we did. What expertise have you got that you'd like to share with any nurses, healthcare workers out there at the moment that are feeling the pressure of the current situation? Well, first of all, I'd like to say I'm in awe of what all those healthcare workers are doing because this this is incredibly hard, I imagine, on people to be working as much as they're working right now and with um, corona and the intensity of that, of the, um, what do you call that, the illness that is caused by the virus. So first of all, that. Uh, and I also realize that they probably don't have a lot of energy left um, and a lot of time left to go outside, probably not even the opportunity. So there are possibilities of connecting with nature and using nature to reduce stress, even though you may not have nature at your doorstep and you may not have the, the possibility to go out in nature if you, when you do have it. And there's some really easy ones. And I God, I, I just told you that ever since I started thinking about this, this list of things that you can do is expanding. But I'll start, I'll give you both. So first of all, if you've got a garden, you know, use that opportunity to go into the garden. And sometimes what I used to do when I had a garden myself is I would come home from work and I would sometimes not even take off my work clothes and just walk into the garden and, you know, enjoy the smells and the, and the sights and pick out the dead flowers. So whatever was still there could continue blooming. And when you actually have to do work in the garden, I'm very much a proponent of not putting on gloves, um, which is uh, something I might not be allowed to say right now, but still to work in the garden because it's imp- I think it's really good to literally be in contact with the ground and, f- and feel the texture of the earth and the plants and whatever else is you have to do in there. So that's one. Awesome. You just sit in the garden. I'm just making sure that I don't forget any. Um, be in your garden and use all your senses. So, you know, if you, if you have a garden or if, if, if you don't have a garden, but you have a balcony and you've got plants on your balcony, sit there, close your eyes and focus, for example, on smell. What is it that you can smell? Can you, how many different smells can you smell? Can you pick them out and can you name them? Uh, listen, and, you know, and you don't necessarily have to close your eyes, but, you, you know, feel stuff like I was just saying with uh, working with your bare hands. So that's one. If you've got a park nearby and you're allowed to go there, go there and do the same thing. Use your senses. If you go on a walk, use all your senses. Yeah, I almost, sorry. I speak about meditation and going on moving meditations. Yeah. I teach it a bit unconventionally. And it's about that presence, about that being completely aware of everything that you're taking in. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. What I like to do when I bring people into the mountains with me is have them stand still, close their eyes, and just be. And after a couple of minutes, I'll ask, okay, what is it that you noticed? And I can tell how disconnected they are or how uh, from nature or how connected they are um, to nature by the answers they give me. Because sometimes they'll start um, telling me everything that they didn't hear. So they didn't hear an air. They didn't hear cars and that kind of thing instead of the things that I was asking for, like uh, the wind in the trees or a stream or whatever. So another thing that you can do is find a tree or something, sit down uh, underneath it and just concentrate on the, what is it, square meter or so around you for about 15 minutes. And if you're with somebody, um, after those 15 minutes, start talking about your square meter and then have them tell you about their square meter and what was happening in that square meter. How awesome. That's such a great idea. Yeah, I, it's really lovely. One of my favorite things to do on a hike is cloud spotting. Awesome. So, lying on your back in a beautiful spot. And you can, if you can't be outside, but you've got a window and you can see the sky from the window, use that window as a sort of nature viewer and look at look up look up at the sky and see what clouds shapes you can see i just saw the other day um the enterprise i'm a big oh, star trek <laughs> i saw the enterprise in the sky and i remember driving somewhere with a friend of mine and i was like oh a rabbit and she almost drove up the road <laughs> <laughs> it's for after i read your your thing about the cloud spotting we were driving down the freeway the other day and I had the kids in the car and I went guys and they're like what and I said look at the dinosaur and my little boy's like where where <laughs> <In> the <laughs> there's a great TED talk um it's called um cloudy with a chance of joy oh how awesome there's a great TED talk by a guy who's, who founded the uh, cloud appreciation society he also cre- uh, created an app uh, the cloud appreciation app. And in that app, he, they teach you about the different kinds of clouds and what, what why these clouds occur in the, in, in, uh, in the sky. And you start looking for it. It's fun. I used to do it quite a bit. It's really fun. And, oh, awesome. you know, and it's interesting too. And some clouds you can probably get in South, down in um, Perth. Is on, where's Perth? Is Perth on the coast? Yes, west, yeah, on the coast. West yeah, west, yeah. So on the coast, you get different kinds of clouds than I get in the mountains. So you might be able to see clouds that I never get to see because I'm way away from the coastline and the yeah. other way around. So it's really fun. I'll put that in the comments afterwards, guys. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, then there's uh, listen to sounds of nature. You know, if you go to um, YouTube, for example, or um, what's it called? Cloud sound? Sound cloud? Sound cloud? Um, there's lots of recordings just of nature, and I personally am not a big fan of nature with music, but that's you know that's just my uh, my thing. Uh, a great channel is the channel uh, by Johnny Lawson. He records eight hour he has eight hour long recordings of just forests with birds and whatever. I love oh, those recordings. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, and the last one. Oh no, I didn't. Well, nature documentaries. Obviously, if you've got uh, the Disney Channel, for example, uh, there's National Geographic they have on there. So there's a National Geographic, if you're lucky enough to be able to get a subscription to that. 
National Geographic, lots of um, nature documentaries, and YouTube again. Yeah. I recently watched um, The Elephant Queen. Now, I'm a big elephant fan. Um, so, uh, but the elephant queen has this whole story of other animals in it that are influenced by the fact that they live in a space where there's a herd of elephants. So there's this whole secondary storyline. I think it's on Apple TV. So, and then, um, virtually explore nature is another one that you can do if you're, you know, sort of confined to the house, if you can only move between your the place where you live and the, and the hospital. There's um, lots of American national parks that now virtually stream tours through those through the parks. Uh, on Google Earth, you can also find national parks that have um, where they stream what you can see in those national parks. You can't actually visit them, but you can visit them virtually. I think um, there's some in the UK doing the same thing. They've been popping up. Yeah. Online. I think yes. I think the BBC has some uh, some channels as well where they stream some stuff. So yeah. there's if you start looking for it, there's lots of places where you can find things. And I think the final one that I gave you, which is you know for a, a book nerd like me, read a book where nature ha- plays a, a main part, where nature is a main character. I just reread the Jungle Books, and the Jungle Books is much more than just the Mowgli stories. Yeah. So, so Jungle Book is a good one. Uh, the Secret Garden is a good one. I loved Robinson Crusoe. Crusoe, how do you say that? Yeah, that, yeah, Robinson Crusoe, yeah. Yeah, um, and um, what was another one? Oh, Call of the Wild and White Fang, for example. Those are great books where nature plays a huge part. And mm-hmm. I like to sort of lose myself in a good book. Yeah, I speak about that as being part of my indulgent self-care, is curling up with a book for a couple of hours and just losing yeah. myself. So and what I find, and what others may have as well, when my mind is really worrying, you know, and I can't really get it to quiet down, then actually sitting down with a paper book or an e-reader is hard for me. But what I can still do is listen to a book. Mm-hmm. So um, Audible, for example, is a great resource. And Audible is right now offering... Uh, a lot of free classics like Jungle Books, like White Fang, like um, Call of the Wild. You can listen to them for free now. They stream them on their um, on their website. I'll send awesome. you a link later on. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. That would be great. So I think those were the nine I told you about. Yeah. Yeah, that was the nine you said. Yeah. They're very awesome. I love them. And going back to the trees... I'm a huge hugger, and not being able to hug people at the moment is killing me. I'm nearly oh, hugging. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, <laughs> and the nice. Well, you, I, every now and again, I hug a tree, and the nice thing about trees is they smell nice. Yeah. yeah. So every now and again, I'm like, it's a good thing that people don't see this weird Dutch lady moving through the mountains and hugging a tree. No, you got to love it. Tree hugging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and as I said earlier, I mean, the hospitals we work in, especially, I work in operating theatres. There's no mm-hmm. daylight in there. It's all fluorescently lit and, and it's dark walls. Yeah, and it's so important to get some vitamin D. I don't, I, I'm, not sure, can, I, I'm not even sure that you can get it from a pill. I think you have to get it from the sunlight, yeah. don't you? Yeah, I believe you've got to go in the sunlight, yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Um, it's naughty, and if you, you know, and there's, especially when you're an outdoor person, it's really hard, I imagine, to be stuck inside so much. 
you know. Yes, definitely. I remember when I used to work back in Scotland in the winter, because I'm from the north. Yeah. I would go to work in the dark and I would come home from work. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I and remember. Yeah, it used to be really tough. Yeah. It's yeah. different in the summer, but yeah, on my days off, I would want to be outside in nature somewhere just so that I could yeah. reconnect. When I was working in the Netherlands, I had the same thing. You know, you, you start early and you work until late. It's just as if nothing's happening outside of, you know, you sleep, you work, you sleep. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not the best. No. And I, I've got, this is, this time makes me realize how fortunate I am to have been, to first of all, have been able to make the choice to move to Austria and to do the things that I do. Because in wintertime, I work, I spend a lot of my time working as a ski instructor. So I'm basically outside all the time. Oh, how beautiful. That's awesome. Living your passion. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the best. I can't, it's sometimes people ask me, are you, you know, especially around this time when, because I bring people into the mountains with me and that's not possible at the moment. So my income has dried up a bit. Sometimes people say, well, you can always go back to being a project manager or to being a consultant. And I'm like, no, (laughs) it's not in line with my values. I'm not doing it. No, no. Nature is a really big part of it for me. Yeah, that's awesome. How amazing yeah. that you discovered that and you're yeah. you're happy in your work. I think yeah, yeah, if you can be happy at work, then you're you're nailing life. Yeah, yeah. there's um, uh, I think this is a really good time for people to start looking at how they've been living life and whether or not they've been living it in a way that they have paid attention to what life for them is all about. And I suspect for a lot of people that was not the case. So just starting by looking at what is abundant in my life right now, even though we're in this crisis, is a really good place to start. And what do I want to con- to continue after we've gone through this thing and things are returning back to normal? Or what do I want to do different from what the way I was doing it? This is not just a crisis. This is also an opportunity, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you completely. And I think if you can focus on that gratitude as well, always come yeah. back. There's always something to be grateful yeah. for. Yeah, and for me, you know, the, the reminder is the kitchen windows that you talked about, the kitchen window series. Think about, you know, what it is in your life that equals my kitchen window series. Yeah, totally. And you don't have to take pictures of them and post them on Facebook as I do, but, you know, just think of it that you know something that you notice every single day to remind you of what you're grateful for. Yeah, I live right beside the ocean. I'm very lucky in that. Every time I drive towards the house and see the ocean, I'm filled with gratitude because I'm just like, yeah. wow. You know, like yeah. we were saying earlier, I'm living that dream. Like when I was 20 years ago when I qualified as a nurse, I never dreamt I'd be living right next to the Indian Ocean. Here I am. yeah. Yeah, same for me. You know, I drive through these mountains and when the sun hit the mountains, I'm, it just fills me with joy. Yeah. I get so yeah. happy when I see that. It's yeah. the simple things in life, isn't it? It's it like is. Right back to basics. It really is. It really is. And making sure that happiness is coming from within and not some external source. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much, Hardy. It's been so lovely to speak to you. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, and thank you for all those awesome tips about how to connect with nature. Yeah, yeah. I can. Um, what I can do is uh, I've, I've created something that people can download. Just oh, with the oh. ten, with the, uh, and I'll, I'll 
give you give them three the three bonus things that I've come up with since I sent you my list, and I'll um, I'll put the link in. I send the link to you, and you can uh, yeah yeah pop it in the com. I'll put it in the comments. In the comments yeah. on the post. I'll, I'll put it somewhere for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. That's awesome. You're welcome. It was lovely. Yeah, it was really lovely to chat to you, and we will speak again soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Happy Nurse Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's content and would like to join the Happy Nurse community, head over to Facebook and check out the Happy Nurse AU Facebook page and request to join the Happy Nurse community. Also, check out happynurse.com.au for access to free downloads and subscription to my blog. See you soon. And in the meantime, remember to always offer yourself the same compassion that you so freely give to others. I'm excited to share with you all that I've contributed a chapter to the newly published Anxiety Relief Handbook. The handbook provides a unique window into 11 highly effective complementary therapies for you to sample on your quest to ease anxiety. The ebook is available on my website, happynurse.com.au forward slash anxiety relief handbook.